Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, failure isn't fatal and success isn't final. It's what happens in between that's important. As a sporting nation, we've had 36 hours to get used to our new status. And as I don't do sporting metaphors, well, let's leave it there. Save only to say one or two old geezers in your team is no bad thing. Life can only be understood backwards. It's just a pity we have to live it forwards. Experience is the name we give our mistakes. We all make them. Departments make them. Organisations make them. Governments make them. It's what we do about them that's important. For a start, three things. The three M's for dealing with mistakes. M number one. M for me. Me, it's down to me. Get ahead of the mistake. Own up. People tend to hide their mistakes, cover them up and hope no one finds out. They do and they will, if not today, tomorrow or next week or at some very embarrassing time in the future, they will. Boss, I've made a boo-boo is a lot easier to say than trying to explain the big festering sore that's been leaking money and screwing everything up for weeks. Next M, M for my, my fault, own it. This is my fault and I take responsibility for it. Don't look for someone to blame. The third M, M, make the best of it. Most of the time, a mistake or a failure creates an opportunity for someone to learn something. You took a chance, trusted the data, put your faith in a supplier, lessons learned not to do that again. Make a mistake and the inevitable is, say sorry. Well, learn a lesson from experience. You'll do much better if you say thank you instead of sorry. Sorry is negative and parks you on the naughty step. Instead, try, this is down to me. Thank you for your forbearance and giving me the chance to sort it out. Of course, failure is sometimes unavoidable because experience tells us the system creates the failure. Time after time, the NHS has failed with IT strategy. Why? Because the system is weighted against it. For system, read tariff. We pay for what we get. The tariff is a relic of the pencil and paper era that rewards volume. Power and convenience resides with the service provider with little regard for the impact technologies could have for the convenience of the patient, relative or carer. Could that change? Well, the HSJ is reporting a late entry shoehorned into the runners and riders for the job of replacing Simon Stevens. Douglas Gurr, the former head of operations at Amazon, a partner at McKinsey, independently wealthy, and the man who told us a no-deal Brexit would lead to civil disorder. Wasn't the list weeded and closed a week ago? Sir Jim Mackey and Dido crossed off? Well, Gurr is a non-executive at the DH, and the squeaking sound you can hear is probably the strings being pulled. Park your prejudices for a moment, think Amazon. How do they deliver a pack of party poppers by lunchtime and we struggle to get an ambulance to your door in eight hours? How come they remember me, everything I've ever bought, and seem to know what I want next, yet every time I go to the NHS, every encounter entails me saying over and over again who I am and what's wrong. A lot of the things the NHS isn't very good at, Amazon is. Does that mean we want another middle-aged white man from Amazon to run the NHS? Amazon 
was an IT data processing company with huge investment almost from day one. The NHS was born of the pencil and paper era dependent on the vagaries of public funding and was running out of money from day one. The fact Amazon do IT stuff is the sort of thing that razzle-dazzles and mesmerises ministers. It was a mistake to believe we need a messiah when all we need to do is to get the basics right. Consistent investment, a clear sense of purpose centrally driven. Three more M's. Money, management, and you have to mean it. Thanks for listening. I look forward to being with you soon. Bye-bye now.